The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Welcome friends, new and true, to Living with Intention. My name is April Wyatt and I'm your wellness advocate. And if you're new to this space, my intention here is to promote your well-being by bringing forward different aspects to support your mental, physical, and emotional states. So, this is my first episode of co-creating community and i'm very excited to bring forward uh, this different type of aspect of wellness uh, i want you to think about how we plant seeds we plant seeds for growth and this is how i expand and i connect with others so when you're thinking of gardening, whether it's a vegetable garden or a flower garden, uh, whatever you put your focus on, your attention, right, to those seeds that you're planting, uh, symbolically or literally, right, you want them to grow. And you do that by watering those seeds. That's your attention on your intention. And also, it's about how you contribute to that relationship, to that engagement with those seeds. I'm doing like, for those who are listening on the podcast, I say seeds, and I'm doing like little, little quotes there, the seeds, right? It's how you contribute your essence. And working with those seeds and growth, right? You are contributing, making a new type of community, starting with yourself and with others. So again, when you contribute your essence with a group of like-minded people, wonderful things happen. People become more relaxed and open 
because they feel safe to share the richness of who they are, which contributes to that experience. I call this collaboration of the stone soup of collective consciousness. I so love that because, you know, it's the energy and the stimulation of the conversations that connect us on the deeper level. And humans need community. So as we're thinking about co-creating community, um, think about that, right? Because a lot of times we tend to feel alone and that we keep everything inside and we feel the weight of the world, right, on our shoulders. And you might even think that um, you have to do this all on your own or no one else doesn't understand or can even relate to what you're going through. And I'm here to remind you, even though you're experiencing this quote unquote separateness, which you're never separated, remember you still have your essence within, the light still inside you, that little spark or torch and if you hadn't had the opportunity to listen to my recent podcast, Remembering Your Essence, I invite you to take some time for yourself to explore with me in that podcast because I walk you through a visualization to support you to rekindle your essence and witness how you can expand your light with others as you are working from the inside out in co-creating community. So my first episode, I want you to think about that first step, that courageous step out on your own and being there to ask others to rise up with you in creating community. And this takes someone with a strong vision and trust in the process. Well, my first co-creator for this series, Brandy Warner, has done just that. Her journey began by being open and listening to divine guidance. And having that courage, she took an unknown path in co-creating community with spirit. And if you've been listening to me for a while or tuning in, um, you know that I bring forward people that I've worked with. So I've had the pleasure of working with Brandy since 2019 and her insights and support has assisted me in my own personal growth. What I like about her is she, her no frills yet simple and powerful approach. And that allowed me to recognize my own potential for growth, as she can do for you as well. Although I've received great guidance from her, what I really, what really inspired me, I should say, is how Brandy has the courage and commitment to continue to expand. It's just not one and done for her. It's a continuum for her. As I see Brandy as a way shower for those who are interested in spiritual guidance and support. And she offers a variety of ways to connect with yourself 
Brandy is an intuitive, a Reiki master, herbalist, spiritual teacher, and tarot reader. And she uses her gifts as a change agent and a catalyst for spiritual growth. Her services provides a bridge to the unknown, insight for the soul, and aid in healing process for her clients. Brandy's guidance offers clarity and inspiration by co-creating community within the Midwest and across the globe. So everyone, please welcome Brandy Warner. We're so happy to be here today. Thank you for, we're honored to be here, April. Thank you. Oh, it's just a pleasure having you here. Um, it's been about a year since I've seen you and you just look great. You're just glowing and uh, I just feel that expansion happening within you. Oh, thank you. Yes, I actually um, took a mentorship uh, where I'm mentoring with someone recently and I'm just feeling that it's time to level up. So I got the message and decided uh, to start doing the work. Yeah. And the work per se, can you share that with those who are not familiar with you of, of what modalities you have to offer and, and a little bit about yourself and, and how you um, learn to trust in the process along the way? Oh, wow. That's a big one. <laughs> um, well, I have been reading tarot cards for 29 years. Um, I am currently a Reiki master and have been for 12 years in both the modalities of Kundalini and Yusui. Um, so we practice that from a Reiki healing, what we call Reiki healing spa sessions here in the shop. And um, we pair that with uh, Tetrad Deluxe is what we call it um, with our uh, biomat packages, um, including our amethyst biomat and our bioacoustic mat. So that is an offering that we have. Um, and I don't just practice Reiki um, where people come in, I drop heal, uh, drop energy and they leave. Um, I feel like it is a very sacred space to create that for them and to allow them to release whatever it is that needs to be released. And I ask that our highest selves connect to facilitate their session. So what that does is it allows their soul to talk to mine and tell me what where to go and what needs to be brought up and where, where that awareness needs to be brought up. So sometimes that is channeling messages from past loved ones. Uh, sometimes that is uh, just them relaxing because that's what they need for the day. It just depends on where their soul's at and what their need is for the day. Beyond that, I do offer empowerment coaching sessions. Um, what we're looking at, it's called a success partnership. And we have a Discover You package or an Empower You in which we work monthly together, either once a month or twice a month to really do all the shadow work together. So I'm able to then walk with them and help them process and recognize what is ego and, and what is their soul and how to really differentiate their voice from other people's voices. Because so many times we get lost. We have some, we're involved in so much noise that it's hard to really see what is us and what is outside noise. And so I loved in your, your last episode or the, your, uh, remembering your essence when you said BS. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of BS out there. Yes. And that belief, belief system. system. Yes. That belief system, that inner narrative that we run on 
is made up on so many, so much of our past and all of those experiences create that filter for us. So if we're not aware and conscious of how that is manifesting in our lives, it can take the lead and then we're left just reacting versus creating or or in a position of responding. So that's what we really work on um, with our clients is getting them to the point where we're opening their level of consciousness. We're, we're elevating that. And so they can actually be more in the place of creating their existence. Yeah, so needed. Um, yeah. And it's beautiful because it allows them to discover more about themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's the process, like you had asked about my story and um, excuse me, that's the process that um, led me there. So in my late 20s, I found myself going through a divorce with two children. And all of a sudden, I had half of my time alone. And I had no idea what to do with myself. And I've always been very open. So I was hearing a lot of noise when my kids were gone, and I was by myself. So it was like, I, I could feel spirits and, and different things in my home. And at that point, I was in a, a low enough vibration in a place of uncertainty that it scared me. And I found myself locking myself into the bathroom. I didn't want to come out. And I called a friend and he's like, well, if it's a ghost, they can come through that door. <laughs> so I was like, I was like damn it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, that got me out and he actually introduced me to meditation through the book, er, the book Urban Tantra. And there was a, a breath of fire technique in that book. Mm. And I did it by, I just went through the technique by myself one night in bed and I cried uncontrollably for almost three hours over the recognition that I deserve to be loved. Mm. And I'm like, I, I knew that here, but I didn't know it here. I didn't know it in my heart, you know, I just knew it in my mind. Um, for those about those listening that can't see me. Um, so being able to recognize that was really, that was the catalyst for my healing journey, the start of that. Um, and it just was a flood of everything that I had built this huge wall up of protection and uh, recognizing that and recognizing that it was, it was time. And of course, you know, it was 29, almost 30. Um, so I was in my Saturn return. So astrologically, that makes sense as well. So it's just turning my life upside down so I can start anew. And I chose at that point that that's what I needed to do. I had used anger as my fuel um, pretty much my entire life up until that point. And it was turning against me instead of it being my motivation to do something. It was, it felt like it was eating me alive. And I knew it was time for change. And, um, you know, that moment was transformative. Um, that took me into a morning light bookstore where I bought my first crystal. <laughs> and then after um, having some time with crystals, then I was introduced to Reiki. And the moment that I had my first Reiki experience, I knew that I had to be a practitioner. Yes. I'm raising my hand to that sister. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been an amazing journey in that regard. And that was 2009 and I was Reiki attuned in 2011. And I have literally been 
ill enough to go to the doctor one time since 2009. And this to me is like when you're talking about, you know, creating a community of wellness, this is such an important part of the journey because it is our BS (laughs) that creates so much um, and manifests into physical illness even. And what, Mm -hmm. what I call disease within the body. Yes. 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 So when I met you, Brandy, you were at, uh, you were renting a studio in the same place I was there in Des Moines. And uh, just how you transformed the inside of that studio, it felt like you're walking into a different location. Uh, Just the um, aesthetic pleasing of the chandelier the woman had a chandelier in this <laughs> in this little studio and a marble table you know just all the things and then you you shared with me during one of my readings it's like yes I I'm being nudged I I need to expand on my own I need to create community for myself somewhere And so can you kind of share about that process and where it led you to where you are now? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, Yes. So that was, I just started getting, it's, it's almost like it was a thought, but it was in a voice that wasn't my own. And that's typically how my messages come through. It really just feels like a voice or it's in wording that isn't mine. And it was like, you need to be in front of people. And this room was in the back. So obviously I couldn't stay and be in front of people. And so I started looking for space and I knew I personally was attached to either being in Indianola or in the Valley Junction area, because those are the spaces that I felt would fit really well. Indianola, because that's where I lived. And I've always wanted a space there and Valley Junction, just because the Um, the historic piece of that just calls to my soul. Like as you were describing my old space with the chandelier, I love that, (laughs) (laughs) that Victorian era, like older, you know, I'm just called to that, you know, it's that old soul in me. Um, And let me just say, she's talking about Des Moines area, Des Moines, Iowa area, for those who are um, not familiar with these spaces. Yes, go ahead, Brandy. No, thank you for, for the uh, extra info, information there. Um, so yeah, I just, I started looking for space and I found a space in Valley Junction. I was really excited about it. I started getting quotes on it, um, what I needed to do to build it out to make sure it was in my budget. And uh, the quotes came back that they wanted about $170,000 to pretty much just create four rooms within the front of this shop. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's definitely not going to work. No, thank you. Yes. Yes. So, and this happened a couple times where I thought I found space in, in the Valley Junction area, um, just there in West Des Moines and the door closed. Right. And I was feeling a little discouraged because I knew I only had a couple of months. I was re- working on a tight deadline. Um, I had, had already given my notice and I knew I needed to be out by March 1st. So, um, I, one weekend, my husband and I, we went out to breakfast and we were sitting at a little, uh, cafe here in Indianola and having breakfast and out of nowhere, I got the information from spirit to go onto Facebook and said, type this in. 
Um, so I did, and I went out to Facebook Marketplace and I typed in um, commercial spaces for lease, like the like the message had given me, and immediately the space I'm currently in popped up. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, nah, I'm not really excited about that. <laughs> I mean, it just it was about a third of the size that I was looking for. And I still wasn't convinced that Indianola was in an energy that would support my business. And so I messaged the, the landlord and I asked him when he would be able to meet me. And he said, in 10 minutes. <laughs> and so I did. I met him 10 minutes later and we walked through the space and I couldn't find anything wrong with it. Um, it was the exact amount I was paying um, for a space in Des Moines. Um, but this was an entire storefront where before it was in like an 11 by 12 foot space. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're looking at 900 square feet versus that. I mean, that's a huge um, shift in space, even though it wasn't what I was looking for. Um, but he also did tell me there was a space behind me that offered an additional 2000 square feet. And I immediately just stopped and looked at my husband. I'm like, of course there is. <laughs> Because then it put it put it back in that space of the the amount of space I was looking for, and then at that point um, I told him like you know I need to go home I need to meditate, and just check in and see if this is it or it's not. I wasn't feeling it, but that didn't mean that that wasn't where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So this is where I've just got I've that's the BS right? <laughs> yes. And releasing my ego attachment to that, because that's, mm -hmm. that's that piece of it that just likes to get in the way so much. It's like, well, mm -hmm. it can find anything wrong with anything. Right. <laughs> and it just yes. never. Um, and so that's where I just took a step back and I spent the night. I, I meditated. It didn't take long. It was like 10, 15 minutes. And it was like, this space is for you. It's a gift. I'm like, okay, well, thank you. So the next day, I told the landlord that I accepted the space. And when I talked to him the next time, he said, you know, it's very interesting because that space was on the market for four months. And within 48 hours of you accepting it, I had four offers. Ah, <laughs> that's the energy, right? You, you were working in that and then you open that up. Yes. Yes. I so love that story. And uh, what I really, really, enjoy is just watching you emerge and blossom there oh, in that you. space and so share a little bit how you are co-creating community there as you're working in indianola what's what's happened with um, the other storefronts with like the ripple effect. What are you noticing within the community? What are you noticing with, with your clients and, and the patrons that come in to your shop? That's a great question. So there's a lot to notice. So, I mean, right within the first week here, I, it was the, we weren't here, but five days and I had a woman come in and warned me that there was an email circulating about my business and that a local pastor had circulated an email request to all of the other churches within our county, requesting that they also ask their congregation not to support my business. And I immediately, like that fear came in, right? 
And it's like, oh no, like this was what I was afraid of. And so I called my husband and I asked him, I said, can you just please come over and give me a hug? I need a hug. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he reminded me, he's like, remember, you're a change agent. You're built for this. Yes. And that was all I needed. I, you know, I took a couple breaths, reminded myself, you know, spirit has told me many times that this, this shop was meant to be a bridge. So we're here to create that community and to create a space that is inviting for everyone so people can come in and get curious. And so what you'll find here in our shop that you may not find in other spiritual shops is we have local wine. We have over 30 loose leaf tea varieties. We have, um, we actually handcraft all natural organic soaps and bath salts and candles and all of that stuff that's Reiki infused as well here in the shop. And we do that that way. Those, I call those bridge items. Those are things that anybody and everyone is comfortable with. And so they can come into the shop and they don't feel like they're in some place where they're uncomfortable and they're too nervous to start to look at around and maybe get curious about a crystal and go, oh, so what is this? Like, how can this complement my life? So this is really how we're trying to expand the community and the outreach of what uh, it means to live a spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And what you can't see, for those of you who are listening, I highly encourage you to uh, tune into the YouTube video to see um, just Brandy's background. And that's, it's boutique-ish. It's, she creates this uh, wonderful, uh, inviting, and again, it's aesthetically pleasing. You know, you walk in and just everything looks so bright and open and inviting. And really, um, you did do so well at putting your intention of of that within your shop and so obviously you know people didn't shun your shop I mean you're expanding um so you talk about that talk about how um in that community even like with the other storefronts and and your patrons uh what have you what have you noticed there Yes. And that's, it's been great. So anytime you're in a shopping district, it is to me um, helpful to make sure that you're creating community, right? Where all of our businesses impact the other. And um, we have an annual event here in the Indianola downtown called Wine Witches and Brews. And it is uh, right up my alley. So I absolutely love it. And that's kind of what got, got me started as participating in what um, is known as the downtown merchants here. And um, for the last 15 months, I was the president chair of that. I just stepped down from that to refocus on my expansion plan here within my shop. But when you create that sense of community and you, especially when you're somebody new and you're in an, I'll say um, an eccentric uh, shop, compared to the rest of the shops in a small town. Um, it just create, really creates, uh, uh, opens the door and helps to bridge some of those false ideas of maybe who I am as a, a business a owner. Stigmas, right? Mm-hmm. There's stigmas. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's been it's been great to to kind of let let those guards down and really get to know one another at a person level. And and how many times do we need to do that? Right. Like there are so many things where we have judgment based on um, a distance, a snapshot of somebody. And if we were just to, to put everything aside and say like, I'm showing up to have this conversation with you to get to know you mm-hmm. because I'm interested and, and we are all one. Right. So, um, it, it just really shifts the energy. Uh, and, and yes, we have been so supported here beyond my, my imagination and it's been amazing. And we're excited to start really focusing on what our next step is. I get lots of information all the time. Um, and it's like the matrix up there. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes I just have to remind my guides that I just need them to focus on what I need to know right now. Um, otherwise it gets to be a bit much. And, um, you know, anytime we're looking at evolution, we have those, you know, that was, uh, and creating here on the physical plane, you know, we need to, we need to be able to take small enough steps that it's actually can manifest. So I, I just, I look at that analogy of the ladder, you know, yes. this too far apart, you're, you're not going to going to go anywhere. So just being able to, to take it off in um, bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. So what does community mean to you then, Brandy, as, as you um, so beautifully shared that story and and how things have shifted amazingly for you? Uh, if you can just kind of give us in a nutshell what, what community means to you. Okay. Yeah, community to me is a space in which everyone feels welcome and supported. I mean, very simply. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, you know, loving your neighbor, showing up for one another. It's a give and a take. It's an ebb and a flow and just providing that environment and creating those connections as well. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we've been really focused on here recently that I've been really happy about between um, doing different speeches and those speeches, you know, afterwards, different people that I know coming up to me and then seeing, oh, well, two people knew each other because they ran each other, ran into each other at a park. <laughs> They're like, well, we, we walk our dogs together, but we had no idea that we both knew you and, and stuff like that. So um, there are little tribes that I've been, been able to witness just blossom and it's been beautiful. Ah, uh, yes. And that safe, supportive, uh, you know, container. And also I really like how your approach is of people can learn new things you know learn about um, oils or the soaps or teas Uh, come in and buy a bottle local wine you know learn about that you know it's it's all about the growth and expansion of of learning and collaborating and just really enjoying um, just that space and and being part of that community too Yes, I love to invite people to come in and get curious. And that is one thing that I always work with my employees with is making sure that we're that point of contact from an educational space. So if they have uh, any questions, they can call us or come in and chat. Um, I do 30-minute consultations for free. If, If someone is interested, but they're not too sure where to start, we can just have that one on one sit down chat, whether that's via phone or in person to say, hey. I, I don't know, 
I don't know what it is that I, I need here, but I know I need to be here. I see, I hear that a lot. <laughs> yes. And also, uh, you support people uh, in person and virtually. Is that true? Yes. yes. Okay. Good. And that, that even expands the community even wider. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I love to be able to have that offering. So it's great that we have the technology that supports that. Yeah. And so I have a question for you. What is, what has community done for you to help like support you? What did you learn like self-discoveries about building this community? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, it's definitely taught me that I am supported and that it is absolutely okay to step out of my comfort zone because I have an entire like audience, whether that's, you know, an actual audience or just people around that want me to succeed. And when you're in that position, especially when you're around people who have released any scarcity mindset, that's gone. Um, they're not in their ego. They very specifically see you. They see the light in you. You can mm. see the light in them and they can support one another. I mean, just you inviting me here today is one way of that's happening. And it's just great to be in that, just in that, in, in that energy where it's a mutual relationship. Yes. Yes. Being witnessed, being seen, it being valued. Yes. That, that's what we all want as humans. We want that deeper connection and being able to be in a space, be in a community that feels, as you said, safe and supported. Yeah. Space where, where vulnerability actually strengthens the human connection. I'm sure you've uh, experienced that with yourself and with your clients, um, people kind of breaking open. Right. Oh, having that vulnerability. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, just recently I had a client come in and, and, um, we touched on, on her father. He actually came in and visited during her Reiki session. And, um, you know, I was able to, to describe the picture of him and he passed when she was three years old. And just at that point, she just started crying. She's like, I'm not a crier. Why am I crying? And I'm mm. like, that's, that's the, what you know, the space is for, you know, is just to release what you need to release. And um, obviously, you know, there was some built up energy there that needed to come out. And I, I like to say, like, why question it? You know, we, it doesn't need our judgment. It just mm -hmm. needs us to allow um, and creating that space to where we can do that. And I like to be able to hold that space for people. And um, because, you know, if I look at it from an energy standpoint, each of us has divine masculine and divine feminine energies within us, right? And both of those energies can be strong and assertive. And, and sometimes, you know, depending on the client, they need you to hold space in one of those energies mm -hmm. so they can feel safe enough to relax. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the times, you know, they might be imbalanced or they're always in one energy versus the next. Um, so being able to tune into what their soul needs and to be able to show up in that, in, in that aspect and hold the space for them. So they feel comfortable enough to relax and release that. Uh, it's just, I feel honored to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what, that's what we do. 
as as healers and from i can only speak from my own experiences is it's we don't have any or i don't have any expectations of them and i know that i'm not there to fix them uh, we're here to witness and allow them as you said to be in that safe space to witness and um have tears or have emotions come up and that's part of the releasing that's part of the healing process yes yes yeah, yeah and that's so beautifully um put brandy thank you for sharing that story i think a lot of people can relate to that of um, having some challenges in life and we feel because of our minds tell us you you know don't have time to feel it you got to keep pushing on uh, and the more we resist, the more it persists. And so in, until we realize that, then then we then we're able to be in that space to allow it to flow through us, right? And and kind of leaning into it instead of resisting it. because uh, that's what healing's all about. Yes. Yes. And I know because I I receive all your emails and I watch, you know, Willow Moon on uh, Facebook. And so I know that you're continuing to expand and co-creating community. So can you share with us this upcoming big event that you're going to be hosting? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, it is our annual signature event. This will be our second annual one um, held every April. It is called the Pink Moon Masquerade. It's going to be a night of mysticism, dinner, drinks, and just enlightened connection. This gives us an opportunity to connect with like-minded souls, um, dress up. So we get a dress to impress. We get to wear masks and, and our uh, gown. It's uh, a great, great opportunity to really just embrace our divine feminine energy and show up um, and have an amazing time. So the event starts out, we will have a, um, a local violinist, Medina Akatova, playing um, Celtic tunes as we kind of get serenaded into the evening. And we will have a three-course plated dinner. And um, then we will welcome Haley Nischel in to do Vedic astrology readings. And she's just going to give us an update of what's going to come in the next 12 months so we can work with the energies versus against them, um, just kind of help us. And she said also that she's maybe looking at doing a U.S. birth chart to see how um, that might be impacting us over the next 12 months as well. So that's I'm looking yes. forward to that. And then Are we'll be doing gallery readings with um, a local psychic. Um, Rachel Corpus. And um, so she'll be for two hours, be pulling people out of the audience doing readings. And that's, that's such a connecting experience. If you, uh, if the listeners have ever been in a space where um, other people are getting readings and to be able to, I mean, that's us coming together as a community and uniting in that oneness energy, right, to hold that space for them. Um, mm -hmm. Because some of those messages are very emotional. Um, so to be able to just feel all of the hearts just kind of open the entire vibration as the space just really uh, gets raised and it's and it's a beautiful evening. It is. It definitely is. And for those that are listening after the event has passed, you know, this is an annual event. So this year, April 2023, what date is it again? This year, it's April 22nd. 
um, and it's okay. from 7 to 10 p.m. in Indianola, Iowa. Okay, where can um, they get tickets? Um, WillowMoonDSM.com. And then there's right on the front page, there's a link. Okay, perfect. Great. Yeah, yes, and those and will that's... be until April 10th. Okay. Yeah. So we have to um, have a, a, a cutoff date for the caterer. So sure. last year we did sell out. So I am encouraging um, anyone who is interested to get their tickets purchased um, sooner rather than later so they can actually have a seat because that will be at least in, until they're sold out or April 10th, whichever comes first. Okay. Yes. I have a feeling it might sell out before then because as you were sharing that, it sounds just amazing. Yes. And when you were talking about people receiving readings, from my experience, when we're in a group, as you said, you know, and, and that heart opening energy, just because one person's getting a reading doesn't mean that that's specifically for them. It's like through them, this reading is coming through and it's messages for everyone. Yes. So that's the beauty of, and that's also, again, that co-creating, you know, community right, right there, uh, keeping that going and um, just being with like-minded people and being open and feeling just the, I mean, I'm feeling it already. <laughs> Not even there. It sounds amazing. Yes. Oh, well, maybe you'll be able to join us next time. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, Brandy, for those who would love to um, collaborate with you or connect with you, have any more questions, how do they get in contact with you? I would say the easiest way would be to email me. Um, my email is brandy with a Y, B-R-A-N-D-Y at willowmoondsm.com. Otherwise, there is a messaging option on our website that you can get to us. Um, you can get me on social media and on Facebook and Instagram at willowmoondsm. And I'm usually responsive with, I'd say within the first 24 hours. So. Yes, you are really good at that. You're good at staying that, staying connected and offering support. And also, I want everybody to know, because my sister orders from you, because when I was there and still living in Des Moines, I took my sister down to Indianola to Brandy's shop and bought that lovely Triple Moon Goddess oil uh, that you create. And so people can still purchase your items online, correct? Yes, they can. And, um, any orders, hundred dollars or more, um, domestic shipping is free. So that is great. Yeah. And, and there's just a variety of different things. So that's also what I really enjoy of how you have different uh, gifty ideas, different products that you, there's some high end and then there's some lower end to where anybody can afford uh, something really special there from you, Brandy. Yeah, I like to make sure that, ex that healing is accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. So whether that is from a... Um, product or a services standpoint, if it, even if people come across our, our services and, you know, they need a scholarship, 
I encourage them to get a hold of me and we can we can have a discussion. Great. And then from my understanding, you also offer Reiki trainings down there, correct? We do. Yes. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one Reiki tra trainings at this point. At some point in the future, I might uh, work um, within small groups, but at this point we do one-on-one. -on -one. So we do our level one, level two, and then the master teacher um, with a level three. And yeah, we actually uh, are doing like three to four of those a month, which is really exciting to see so that many is. people interested and and becoming a, a Reiki practitioner, even if it's just from a self self healing standpoint, um, and some interested in in working on others. But mostly, it seems that people just want access to that energy to really focus on their shadow work and healing themselves. And I love that they're empowered to do so. And any way that we can help support that is is where it's at, because that is not like, I'm not into just wanting clients to keep coming back. I want to give them the tools so they can be doing the work themselves and feeling um, empowered to do so. Yes. And that's a beautiful way to hold community right there uh, by giving them tools and resources and trainings and such. So that way, it builds their own self-development. Yes. Great. Well, thank you again, Brandy. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you for being open to accepting my invitation of being on this podcast and sharing about co-creating um, community here. Yes. Thank you so much, April. It was great to see you. Yes. And thank you everyone for listening and, and watching. And um, please leave us some responses. Let me know what you liked, what you found interesting. If you have any questions for Brandy, uh, pop those into the um, suggestions chat and or um, subscribe, right? As we are expanding community here. Um, subscribe so that way you're putting your attention on your intention to continue your journey as you're working from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, be well. I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts, as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.
I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.